morning. This is Naomi Nachman, host of Table for Two on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Marzipan Bakery. One taste is all it takes. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman. I'm about all the food all the time. I just want to say I'm very hyper today because my book's coming out very soon. So you're going to hear me with a lot of extra energy today. I love food. I love shopping for it, cooking it, eating at restaurants, anything food related. I'm a kosher personal chef. My business is called the Aussie Gourmet. Give cooking classes, I cater for people for Shabbos, for Yontov, Pesach. Anytime you don't feel like cooking, you can give me a call. And of course, all my kosher chopped events. I have gone everywhere and we'll talk about that in a couple of minutes. Um, but yeah, I hope you'll tune in every week and enjoy the show um, my, about my uh, uh, food adventures, my cooking adventures and sharing of great recipes, ideas and hearing from my awesome guests. But I want to hear about your food experiences too. So email me, Naomi at NachumSiegel.com join my fan page on Facebook, the Aussie Gourmet, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. What have, I, what have I left off? I don't know. I think I've covered it all. I know I ask that every week, but, you know, they grow all these social media <laughs> platforms by the day. Um, and my website has been updated, so go check that out as well. Thank you to the super talented Donnie Klein from the Yeah, That's Kosher for helping me along with that. Let's hear about your food experiences. So if you eat it, share it. Okay, we have a very exciting show. So much is going on uh, for me right now in the food world, and I have a, an amazing show. I've got three fantastic guests. Um, we're going to, uh, Michal Frischman from Mishpacha Magazine is going to join us. I'm pointing to my headset because she's on the phone waiting in, waiting in the wings in Brooklyn for me to introduce her. I also have Fagi Sprecher, sponsor of our Kitchen Gadget segment, and I have Adam Neustadter from Royal Wines to talk about Purim wines and wine in general and, and Faggy bought in cool wine glasses. So we're going to drink the wine from the glasses. It's going to be a great show. So I hope you'll tune in uh, for the entire hour or you can always catch up on the app afterwards or on NachumSiegel.com. Um, just a couple of uh, housekeeping. We have a winner from our um, two winners, actually. We had uh, last week, we had the BBs on, Baked by BBs. And Sarah Rifka Rothman. Oh, I didn't do the drum roll. Okay, I'm sorry, Sarah Rifka. <laughs> I didn't give ZK a warning, but we'll do a we'll do a drum roll for Faggy's um for our Instagram giveaway. But Sarah Rifka Rothman, Muzzletoff, you have won a selection of baked goods from Baked by BBs. So uh, we will reach that reach out to you and send that off to you as soon as possible. Thank you so much for uh, listening. And now, Faggy, are, you, are we ready? Faggy from Kitchen Click is going to announce the winner. We had, over the last couple of days, an Instagram campaign. We teamed up together. High five. We are a team. Um, and <laughs> a bit, bit silly. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, and she's going to announce the winner. So is that okay. better there? <laughs> yeah, we're going to do a drum roll. Thanks, CK. At least one. At least one drum roll. We need at least one. Okay. So, And you're going to announce it. So you'll listen to the end of the drum roll. Will I hear me. the drum roll? Yeah, you'll hear the drum roll. Okie doke. And the winner is Delicious Dishes. Oh, Delicious Dishes. Mazeltov, congratulations. You are the winner. So um, we're going to be in touch with you and let you know that uh, how you can pick up the fantastic Instagram uh, pre-purim, pre-purim wine, package. wine package. What was in that wine package? There were um, wine glasses and an aerator and some alcohol also. No. No, it wasn't, no it wasn't a bottle. Of, I thought it was, it was a Let's bottle of something. Winner. Okay, we're going to have a something. look. <laughs> something. Something, something. Um, fantastic. So the book is coming out, as I said, this week. I'm going to be, and we're going to hear from Michal Frischman in a, in a minute about this event. I'm going to be doing uh, selling books and doing book signing at the YTT event in uh, Lakewood, New Jersey. I'm going to talk with Faggy about the big event at Kitchen Click where I'm going to do, uh, I think we were talking about doing a little demo and um, a book signing and selling, of course, at Kitchen Click Monday, 12 p.m. in Brooklyn. New York, and uh, Monday night is the big book launch. I'm inviting you all to come to Cedarhurst um, and to any of these events, but the book launch is uh, 7 p.m. in Cedarhurst in Gourmet Glatt, and I'm also doing uh, a live lunch with Nachum Siegel. I'm so excited. I'm coming, ZK, on Thursday to Monsi. Oh. Yeah, to the Manischewitz. You look Watch so excited. It. I am so excited. <laughs> yeah, ZK's like, oh, my God, I have to listen to her again. It's only a 20-minute segment. It's going to be awesome. So I'll be in Monsi. So I'm getting around so I can meet everyone, and I've had a lot of great response, so I'm very excited. A uh, shout-out to Detroit. I was there for a chop competition, 
It was so much fun. Besides being delayed at the airport and I missed 95% of KFWE because I was stuck in Detroit at the airport, no less. I would rather have been stuck in the in, in Soul Cafe, which was amazing. And you're going to hear from them next week. I'm going to be interviewing um, the chef and the uh, organized friendship circle, Robertson uh, Basi from Pshemtov uh, from uh, Soul Cafe. Um, but a big shout out to Siemens, the baker in Detroit. Outstanding baked goods. People told me I had to go there if I was going to Detroit. I had to go there. And of course, Soul Cafe was amazing. So that was the, that's the end of the housekeeping notes that I had to share. Michal had to sit and hear that all the way in Brooklyn. How are you, Michal? It was a pleasure. It was oh, a pleasure thanks. to hear. You could say, you could read off my grocery list and it would be nice to hear. Oh, thanks, Michal. I really appreciate that. Do you want me to do that? I can do that. <laughs> sure. I, <laughs> I love should, to we talk. We should arrange something. <laughs> I love to talk. Okay, Michal, how are you? Great. We're so excited for Sunday. I know. So let's talk to everybody exactly what this YTT event is. We have lots of listeners that live in uh, Lakewood. Of course. So the YTT Expo is an event that happens every year. If you're in Lakewood, I'm sure you're very familiar with it. It's a women's event to benefit the YTT Shiva. And um, generally, Mishpacha and Family Table, our food magazine, participates both with a very large and impressive booth, which we're very excited to to show you guys this year. So if you're going to be in the area, definitely stop by and say hi. Take a photo. It's going to be great. And also, we run the entertainment of the night, which this year is going to be very much food-centric and something we're looking forward to. And uh, and we're looking forward to having you host, Naomi. Yeah, I'm very excited about when, when you asked me to host. I'm like, of course I'll do it. Anything for Mishpacha Magazine and you guys. I love working with you guys. You're an amazing team. The quality of the recipes and, and the articles are just absolutely fantastic uh, in our Family First editions every week. Thanks, Naomi. It's Khani Naiman, our food editor. Definitely gets the credit for that. She is, uh, she is an excellent vision and she does a great job executing that. So she's going to be there Sunday night as well, Tani Nyman, our, our family table editor. And we're going to have a great panel um, with some of our other yeah, most Can we, can most we give popular. them a shout-out? Because ladies, people will be dying just to come and meet them. Of course. So we're, besides Khani and Naomi, who we've already said, we're going to have Esti Kaffer coming in all the way from Toronto. We're going to have Rifki Kleiman, who's extremely involved with the YTT Expo in general as well. Uh, we're going to have Chaya Frischman. I'm going to be there. And our newest family table family member, Miriam Pascal, which we're very excited for. Yeah, Miriam is my awesome friend and photographer for my book, which I'll be selling there. So it's a, it's going to be a great panel and a great team. What else goes on at the YTT? event besides the Mishpacha so What kind of besides, things can people expect? There's, it's a very large event. There's thousands of women who attend. Thousands of women who attend. Um, there's quite a bit of food. A lot of food vendors in Lakewood like to show you know, the, their customers new things that they have going on. So there's a huge food room where you can just sort of get di- samples from different people and different brands, which is, it, is a is lot it, of fun. Is it Milchix or Fleischix? It's Milchix. Oh, it's Milchix. I make sure because yep. I want to go visit my friend Yossi from um, Matapil from um, Southside Smokehouse oh. and Sandwich well, Shop. Well, then you're going to plan it. You have to plan your night. So you have to first do <laughs> some YTT right. goodies and then after that we uh, have to head on my to Southside. I did that last year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we okay, went. Listen, it's went all with... about strategic eating. Oh, it's. I love that word, strategic eating. That's a good one. I'm I feel totally like going to borrow that. That's on something. That's that, that's <laughs> professional. That well, that's how we eat at Kosher Fest. But strategic. I'm gonna. I'm writing that down. Strategical <laughs> eating. Um, seriously, everyone, see that I wrote it down on my notes. I'm gonna write that down and <laughs> remember it. Um, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. So there's a dairy buffet kind of thing going on where people are putting out all their. Best of lots of yep, lots of bikos or salads. They usually have like some yogurts and ice cream, things like that. There's a humongous selection, so something for everybody. Okay, I love that. And there's lots yeah. of vendors there also, there's right? There's a lot of vendors. This year, actually, they're doing something a little bit different. Usually, you just have vendors that you know, stores that you know that you can just go to during regular store hours, so it's nothing that different. This year, they're actually doing like an extreme discounted evening of shopping. So Ooh. like a yeah, like a Black Friday type of thing. You had me um, a discount. <laughs> I know. And I happens to be that I'm following them on Instagram, the YTT. Yeah. Whoops. The YTT. Um, Instagram account and they are just posting new new discounts every day. You can get really excited. I have already a a, a, a laundry list of things I need to pick up from from Boots there. So we're okay, Michal, let me know what I should be getting. I'm always in the need for tablecloths. 
So <laughs> I'm sure they have there. Especially oh. Purim's coming up. I want to get a beautiful tablecloth. I'm sure they have something gorgeous. Last year, I think they had, you know, like those cool vinyl ones that look like leather. Right. Clean. Right. I want to throw want one that I throw in the washing machine. I don't want to have to sponge it down. I want to shake it out and throw it in the machine. I am sure YTT can accommodate you. Oh, I'm they very like excited. The, the accommodating sort. But we're very excited for the panel. It's going to be great. It's going to be like a nice schmooze fest. You get to, to uh, get to know your family table contributors on a little bit more of a personal level instead of just a cut and dry recipe like you get every week. Right. So we're very excited for that. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. And the YTT event is Mishbach, uh, 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 which is Mishbach is going to have a big booth at. I'll be there. Our whole gang will be there. Michal, thank you so much. I'm trying to get the whole Mishbach team, the family first team, into the studio um, to have a... We have to. You know what? We're like a regular family. Like, you know how hard it is to, like, make Hanukkah party plans to get everybody's logistics lined up? (laughs) That's what we're like. Well, actually, we actually have a WhatsApp group. You know how, like, all the sisters and people from the family have a family WhatsApp group? We have cousins from one side and cousins from the other side and my side in Australia and the other side from Israel. So we actually have our family first group because we are actually a family like everyone really like we rejoice with everyone we cry with we everyone do. we, we, we really love do. each other so it's really nice you know people think we're competitive with each other because we all do the same thing but we're not which and i'm, I'm not no, just being not corny we're really like we all we all uh <laughs> zk zk's uh being very funny over there but yeah no we really um appreciate each other and and i really you know i love working with you guys Absolutely. It's mutual, Naomi. We love having you on the ah, team. Thank you. Okay, so I'm going to see you Sunday. I'm very excited. So are we. We can't wait. We're looking forward. Okay, good. And I'm very excited to bring Abby Schlepp in the books with me. Amazing. So Naomi's going to be by our booth as well. So uh, for book signings and to check out the brand new book, come to Mishpacha's booth. Okay, excellent. Thank you very much, Michal Frischman from Mishpacha Magazine. We will My be pleasure. in touch. I'll talk to you. I'll Have see you Sunday. Day, guys. All right, thanks. Okay, that was Michal Frischman from Brooklyn, New York, over the phone, um, t- telling us a little bit about the YTT event. It is a lot of fun. So I don't know where everyone lives, or, you know, where the listeners are, but should actually all come down because it's a really fun night. The first time I went was last year and I absolutely had a blast. I was flitting around there and schmoozing and networking. It was a really, really nice event. Of course, the food was good too. Okay, thank you very much. Okay. Now for the party time. <laughs> it's always a party when Faggy comes in. I'm very excited to see Thank you. you. How are you? It's ha- good. It's hard to pin Faggy down to get her in. So I'm like very happy to ha- finally have you back on the show. Uh, you've been our sponsor for our kitchen gadgets. And as everyone can see, if you are watching on our YouTube channel, on the Nacham Siegel Net, you can see all these amazing gadgets. So Faggy, you want to start? Um a little bit introducing, okay, and then we'll um, – how we're going to work the show is we're going to talk to Faggy, then we're going to talk to Adam, and then we're going to drink. How does that sound? Taste some wine sip, with Faggy's sip, glasses. Sip. Sip. Uh, right. I meant to say sip. Right. Because that is drinking. Sipping is drinking. Just little classy drinking. Work. Yeah. It's classier. <laughs> That's a taste. That's a taste. It's, it's classier. Okay. So, Faggy, what have you got in store for us this week? Okay. So, let's start with um, utensils. Tools for making hamantashen. Yeah, this that's really hot right now. Purim is only two weeks away. Okay, wait, when is Rosh Chodesh? Mishabat Mavachim is this week, right? It's this week. So it's Sunday and Monday. <sighs> I'm going to have a heart attack. Okay, great. And you didn't even start thinking about it. Oh, no, I don't do Purim. I'm on Pesach already. I already cashed for Pesach. Yes, I'm showing off. <laughs> Okay. Okay, I do run a Pesach <laughs> catering business, so it makes sense. You do How not you scare me. No, I have a Pesach <laughs> basement, a, a, okay. a Pesach kitchen in my basement. Okay. It's it's all good. Everyone gets <laughs> to the Seder at the same time, and everyone is done. Oh, yeah, it, absolutely, and I'll be going to Ram Caterers to do cooking classes. <laughs> and the rabbits and the turtles get there at the yeah, same time. Yeah, right. It's right? true. It's true. Okay, so. Okay, so here we're going to bake hamantashen. So what do we need? Okay. I we need those. a silpat. Yeah, please explain that what that is, because that's an absolutely fantastic. Silpat is kind of like parchment paper. You line your cookie sheet with the silpat, yeah, and let's then you put bake. It down. You can bake right on top of the silpat, and it's burn. reusable, so it's really good. I happen to like to use it for rolling, even though there's something called roll pad as well. Oh, really? I didn't know that. But roll pad can't go in the oven. It's only for. So this can actually go yeah. into the oven? Mm-hmm. All right, you said it's like parchment paper. Okay, so what do you do? Can everyone see? But does that become milk or flesh? 
Well, it could be carved if you use it for carved. Okay. Right, so you <laughs> need one like, for it's each. It's not like a glass material that can go from milk to plate. Mm, no, because it's okay. acrylic. Okay. Um, now, I like to use it because, you know, Polish people are cheap. They don't want to have roll pad and sill pad, so I just get the sill pad. Oh, uh, okay, cool. I like that. And then I have this amazing rolling pin. I don't know if I ever showed it to you no, before. No, I have not seen that. It's called the Lovely Rolling Pin because a bakery in, I believe, Chicago um, thought of it. Each rolling pin has a um, marking on it as to how thick the dough will be once you've rolled out your dough. Oh, let, let's see if we can, can we get that? Does it, so this we, one is one eighth. One? It comes also in a quarter, in a quarter. I like that. And maybe a third. And then you roll it out. Like some people like a lot of dough. Some people like not so much dough. So if you don't like a lot of dough, you take the lesser Right. Measurement. You take the thicker one. You take one quarter if you want a thicker dough. Right. And if one you like a lot of dough. dough. Right. Oh, I like that. I like thin dough. Okay, and it's good. also good to make kreplach. Okay, cool. Okay, so we have that. Yes. I'm just going to feel how that works. Okay, good. And you just flour it and then you just right. roll it. Cool. I like Very interesting. That's very cute. I like that. And then we need to cut out the shapes. Okay. So, um, of course, my housekeeper threw the box in the garbage, so I couldn't <laughs> find all the other different shapes this morning. But um, this particular set comes with four shapes. Some people like larger hamantashen. Some people like smaller. So some people like a, tiny. So, but this is in the store. Right. People can buy this on on kitchen clip. And it even comes um, ripple edge. But I prefer the straight edge. Yeah. No, I also do. So that's that. And then I just want to make a point of this. Here are little measuring cups. They're so and cute. They're good for teaspoons and tablespoons. And I love them because first of all. For dry ingredients, you're supposed to use this. For what? liquid ingredients, you're supposed to use these cups. Right. And plus, who? if you need three tablespoons, why would you want to bother dipping in your spoon three times? Yeah. You just use this and put your three tablespoons in here. So that is really works for that. Right. And this is the correct measurement for liquid tablespoons. Uh-huh. This is really off a drop. Uh -huh. This is for dry. That's why it's really important, and I do share that a lot um, with people who have come to my cooking classes, is make sure you use the right measuring tools for what you're making. So, you know, this, as we said, is liquid. Any, any jug, so even the bigger ones, right? So, Except many you, of them are not marked for tablespoons. Right, right, Which and this one is. But otherwise, that's for liquid, and the cups, like... Um, the sets. The sets. With different sizes the on them. big cups with a handle, so that's for dry ingredients. Okay. And many people do, you know. I know, but then the baking doesn't turn out quite right, and then they complain. I'm and like, they blame it on the mixer. Right, they blame it on the <laughs> And the, the oven. And the, the oven. Or the recipe writer. <laughs> oh, poor Naomi. No, no, I don't, I don't do the baking thing. That's why okay. I'm not in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> we do okay. not want to burn ourselves. So, of course, you need a mitt. And this is a very nice, flexible mitt. I like that. Cute. And you could just Can wash just it off in your off? sink. Can I just say, I really have a hard time. Some of my mitts, you know, as they get older, they lose their quality. So you, you, you put it on, you think you're going to be safe, and then you burn your hand. So, okay, this was good. So this, this lasts, this, this yeah. lasts a couple of years. Okay, I like this because I need something a little bit different. And they come in different colors. Right, milchig, fleshig, parv. Right. I, don't, I don't know if you need a parv one. This is my parv one. That's why it's oh, in really? such great condition. <laughs> oh, right. That's funny, I know. Poor old parv doesn't get enough of its own. Uh, it's either milchig or fleshig. I'm like, make it parv. But it happens to be that even my other ones are in good condition. Okay, this is nice. Okay, good. All right. Um, what kind of baking trays do you recommend? So I love the OXO and USA Pan ones because they have kind of like a texture in them. They're not coated, but they're light coated. Okay. And you put your silpat on. But you, on those, you really could put your things directly, but I don't like to do that because I like to. It makes the pan schmutzig. Right. It, get, it gets like a little greasy when you put it straight right. on. I'd rather use a silpat. So pad. what people should do is roll out their um dough and, and and then you put the and make the shape and then you put it on this then you put the the, the silpat with a hamantaschen on a baking sheet and then you bake it then is that bake how it works right. cool and this is easy to wash yeah i mean after a while it is going to get a little yucky Discolored, but that's okay but if you bake a lot and you cook a lot your pots and pans do not look perfect right as you know 
<laughs> I didn't want to be so specific. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. My pots and pans take a beating because, you know, I cook a lot. Okay, so that's great. All right, so Adam, let's talk a little bit about some wines and some glasses. My favorite topic. Your favorite <laughs> topic. Adam was the first time he came on the show was two weeks ago. Is that it? Was two, two weeks ago? ago yeah. Wow, my God, time Amichai. flies. With Amichai Luria, you guys did a great job at KFWE. It was a that was fun. That was, was a, a, that was a party. It was a great event. You know, I, I'm so sad. I missed most of it. What was your favorite food there? You have to be my roundup because I, I can't, okay. I can't uh, interview myself about it. Okay, just keep in mind that my purpose there was it's, totally work-related. Right. So I really didn't get to experience much of the food. I really needed to take around people, you know, show them what wines to take. Right. You know, so what did you hear about food? And then let's talk about what you heard about the wines. Which was, well, um, reserve cut the- to the VIP room. Okay. And that was really, really good. Um, the mashkiachs were really on their toes. And we, there, there were some issues that the Mashiachs resolved really, really well. Uh, in terms of the actual food in the restaurant, the only thing I really got to taste um, that was, was pomegranate. And actually, their chillant was out. I love their chillant. Their food is always good. <laughs> They're the only ones I tasted. I'm sure other people had great stuff there. I just didn't have a chance to. Isaac Bernstein does nothing wrong. <laughs> He's amazing. I, you know, I, as I said, I got there late and I went over to him like, where's the grieving? I want the grieving. I love all that grieving stuff. Did you get any? No, it was all gone. I got there at 8 o'clock. So I can't I was... believe he chose chillant. Uh, he had a chillant and potato gold. I was really, really hungry. And that was the first thing I had. And I tasted it. This is just not regular chillant. It's really good chillant. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Isaac Bernstein for you. <laughs> He's really, really, really talented. He's really good. Okay. Wines. What was the Wines. hit of the night? What was the most buzz? Okay. Is always, or something new? You know, that, There's a, a lot of new wine. A lot of new wine from all over the world. Um, a lot of old wine, which they just remade. You know, they just made new vintages, which came out fantastic. Um, as we spoke about last time, Eretz Yisrael 2014 was an unbelievable vintage. You know, that's the whole Heroes edition with the, that Amichai is doing. Um, you know, who dedicated their you know for Shemitah, they did nothing for the fields. Uh, this this come this previous harvest 2016 also brach of Shemitah. Afterwards, you'll have a great harvest. Fantastic. Every winemaker in Israel I've spoken to has said that 16 is going to be great. And there's going to be a lot of it. Right now, 2014, it's hard to find now from some of the better wineries because they're just gone already. They got bought out. Yeah. And Interesting. So it's, you know, thank God there's California. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. No Schmitter laws there. Yes. So Herzog came out with some great new wines. They have a Lake County Reserve Cabernet, which came out really, really good. Uh, they have a Rutherford Vineyard Limited Edition, which came out really, really good. So, you know, th- there's going to be plenty of wine. Um, one of the wineries I brought today is a California winery called Haguffin Winery. Oh, I know that one, yeah. Yes. They make... you have a glass? I have a... Faggy, tell us about the glass. What should we drink? We have a selection of three glasses. So if you're watching us on the YouTube channel, I have, thanks. I have a fourth glass. Here's a fourth glass. And I have more. Okay. What do we drink? We White wine. <gasps> oh, God. I that was so mean. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that great? <laughs> I love these glasses. <laughs> We I love to, these can glasses. Can we do that on camera? Well, let's do that. We'll do that as an Instagram story. <laughs> I love these glasses. They're they they hold. They are dishwasher safe. They're very durable. They're very durable, and they function as wine glasses. Is this from you? No, they're his. Uh, and I'm sure I, I the wine does not taste as ah, good. So as that's what we're there. gonna do. We're gonna, we're gonna taste the difference in the wines. Yay! That's why. That's why this. I brought these. That's why I brought these. Okay. But I don't know if that's the right glass for that. But oh, no, it's, to, it's by the way, totally not. Uh, this is more of an educational purpose that to see how a glass does affect the wine. It does, so, right? Yeah. I'm a big... It doesn't matter the shape. So he's saying it doesn't matter the shape. It the, means it the, ma- the shape matters. Does ma- the oh, shape does shape matter. And the, material. the shape does matter. But you'll see, and you'll see that the shape does matter. My so, heart is still pounding. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, pour yourself some wine because if I pour, you'll blame me for spilling. Okay, no, no, no. It's a white wine. Miriam won't notice that's on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So pour in a different glass. And now... now Take okay. that glass. Take that. Yeah. That, this one? Doesn't matter. Okay. All right, Naomi Nachman is going to do a taste test. Oh, you know. First, you're going to do you know, the five S's, right? Yeah. Okay. Please tell everyone. Okay. Five S's are, they go in the order that your senses work. Now, yeah, do you smell someone first or do you see them first, depending on how oh, often I they haven't it. showered? Right, right. right. Okay. okay. <laughs> I don't smell anything. My nose is always blocked. Okay, go. Okay, so you see it first, right? Okay, now like everybody holds the wine up to the light? Yeah. Don't ever do that. Okay, so what do I do? Uh, 
the glass refracts uh, refracts uh, refracts light. Okay. You don't want to hold it up to light. May I? You want to hold it up to a solid white background. Oh, didn't you guys once do this when With when I solid white when background. I met you at yes. Sheila Winery? You were you guys were doing this. With the solid white background. I used okay. a tissue. And okay. You, and that will enable you to see a couple of things. If there's anything floating in the wine, because if you see if you hold it up to the light and do this. You'll see lines and waves. You won't be able to tell what's, if there's anything wrong with the wine. This is so cool. I hope everyone's listening to this because this is like the most educational session we've had in a while. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, Jay has taught us a lot on Shlomo and, and Gabriel, but this is a, a whole different story. Okay, great. So that, that's the first S. You need to see it, okay? You need to make sure it's the right color for what the wine is supposed to be. Do you see? And yeah. you need to make sure there's nothing floating. In. So inevitably, if a cork is sitting there too long on you know, straight up, it'll dry out. You may get some things floating in it. Okay. Okay, so you need to make sure. Okay, this okay. looks good. It is good. Okay, yes. now. Okay, what's the next? C. No, you did that the C. Now I see, so smell. Okay. Okay, I'm okay, going to smell. smell. Now, now you're going to smell both wines, and let me show you. Hold right. Okay, microphone, microphone. The reason glasses are shaped the way they're shaped is to benefit the wine tasting experience. Now, these are all red wine glasses. Actually, um, Pinot Noir... Bordeaux. Okay, th for the most part, that hmm? uh, that's a Bordeaux glass, I believe. That really tall one. Oh my God! Who knew? <laughs> I knew there was just Could a red wrong. wine maybe, glass. Maybe, it's maybe Cab and Bordeaux. One's taller than the other. You may be right, but one's a Bordeaux, one's a Cab, and this is a Pinot Noir, I believe. Okay. Right. Pinot Noir. Okay. Now, yeah, this is so amazing. Okay. Um, when and when you, f you ever notice when you go to a restaurant, yeah, they don't give you a full glass of wine. No, they give you a wine. They they pour the glass to. You know, usually, you're not supposed to fill the wine, fill the glass, past the fattest part of the glass. The reason for that is you want to maximize the oxygen co con contact with the wine. If you fill it up to where it gets an hour, there's going to be less contact with oxygen. The reason for that is you want the aroma to come out of the wine, and that's why a fat bottom glass is for red wines because they have more aromas to get out and then they bottleneck up towards towards the nose and mouth. Like that? Like that, like this this big one over here. Okay. Like that one. White wine glasses tend to be less tapered. The reason for that is is when they go down the mouth, there's a wider spout, and so it'll hit the sides of the, the sides where you'll get more acidity, more sweetness, and, and more, more elements of what white wines represent and have to offer. So amazing. Okay. okay. So what you... That's a science to what drinking. You're gonna, what you're going to do now. Sipping, sipping. You, yeah. You're going to go like that. Do that with that glass. Okay. okay. This is the plastic one. I'm doing it does, with the plastic one. Okay. Now, smell them both. Okay. okay. Smell them both. And they, you will get similar elements, but they will smell slightly different, even though it's the same wine. This is much more aromatic. Like I said, they're going to smell different because of the glass. And if this you is flat. if you take that and pour it into one of those glasses, that's going to smell different also. And if it, it would be the right glass, it would smell. It would, it would, it would also better. smell different. This is so interesting. I love food science. This is like an yes. Alton Brown show, <laughs> right? You are now Alton Brown. Oh yeah. Okay. This is so. In so is it going to? So where are we up to now with our senses? Because I want to. Okay. So. so okay. Give that. Giving that back to Adam. You did. You did sight. You did smell. Yeah. Okay. Now you're going to swirl. See. S uh, smell. Smell. Now you're going to swirl. Swirl. Okay. We're swirling. That's three okay. out of the five. Now when you swirl, you see that? Can you see the little water line that it leaves, yeah. so to speak? The meniscus. Isn't that what Isn't they call that something the... something in your knee? Wait. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you're thinking viscosity. No, that line that you learn in science with the kids, with the water. Okay. That's what it's called. Okay. Okay. I think I'm getting that right. Let me know if I'm wrong, guys. Well, if you look at the glass, you'll see how there are little lines that form. Oh, the legs. The legs. The yes, legs. the legs. The right. Legs. Okay. Now, depending on how long how long it takes for those legs to form, and how far apart they are, will determine the viscosity of the wine. Viscosity is is referred to as the body of the wine. Okay. Okay. So, depending on the wine that you're drinking, if this was a full-bodied wine, it would be a problem. See. Because it's not supposed to be full-bodied. I'm writing all this down, actually. See, smell, swirl. You have it recorded. I know, but <laughs> I know, but they're going to listen to it and write it down. But I'm like doing the show, so I'm writing it down okay. too. Uh, you're like the professor, and I'm like the student here. Okay. Okay. See, smell, swirl. Okay. Seeing the legs come down. Right. Okay. Now we we actually did the swirl before we did the smell. You may remember. Yeah. Okay. So you this this is all part of the sight. Okay. Actually. 
Okay. okay good. Yeah. Now, you get to the sniff. Yeah. Now we're going to do the sip. Yeah. Okay. Now, if you sip from both glasses, they will be slightly different. Okay. One is going to be more directed towards the center of the mouth, and the other one has a much wider, much wider, so it's going to it's going to go all over. Can I just say one thing though? I am a big snob about drink what I drink from. I don't like to drink coffee out of a mug. I like it only out of a glass mug, like Irish coffee mugs or mason jar mugs, um, even soda water. I like hate drinking from. Foam cups make me want to, <laughs> I can't stand it. So I really, really like drinking from glass everything. So I'm very curious to know how the plastic is. The, the, they'll taste different because of their shape more than the actual plastic. That's a very thick plastic that doesn't shed. It doesn't, it doesn't decompose in alcohol. So it, it, they're, okay. they're actually, let's try they're, first. there are different versions of that. Some are worse than others. How interesting. Okay, let's try this. I'm going to. First bracha of the day. There you go. For food. <laughs> right, I haven't had too much today. Amen. White wine. At what time is it? <laughs> <laughs> now take a sip from the other that's one. That's delicious. My my glands are going. <laughs> secreting. Oh, that's awesome. Take a sip mm. from the other one. It's going to taste slightly different. Better or worse is going to be totally subjective. Okay. Okay, here we go. Okay, I'm drinking. Different, not better, not worse, just like different. Said, different. The proper glass will optimize the, the experience of the wine. Uh-huh. And we can buy all these glasses at? The Kitchen Click. The Kitchen Click. So this is like a perfect show to do together because he's got the glasses, he's got the wine, and you've got the glasses, and I've got the... You know, drinking and capabilities. I can't sell the wine and he can't sell the glasses. <laughs> there you go. I love this. This is really good. Okay, uh, so tell us a little bit about that wine okay. and then we're going to go back to fake yellow. Agafin Winery, this is their Sauvignon Blanc. They make a fantastic Sauvignon Blanc every year, gold winner, tiny boutique winery. They're the only kosher winery, I believe, along the Silverado Trail in, Nap in the Napa Valley, which is known. The Silverado Trail is a, it's a wine trail. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have kosher wines on that wine trail? This is it. I believe this is the only one. Okay, so because people always talk about that drive from yes. down the thing. This is the only one on the Silverado Trail. Cool. It's yes. very good. Okay. I feel like we need some like cheese to have it with. <laughs> or chocolate. Or chocolate. A chocolate we can have any time. That's so good. Okay. Winemaker Ernie Weir is his name. Does a great job. Makes fantastic wine. Wins medals all the time. Okay. Available in stores. Okay. Okay. All right. Faggy? Okay, and here's back to you. Let's do some wine accessories since we're discussing wine. Absolutely. So here is a little kit. Okay. Let, let's we have a wine opener right here. And in case you're worried that your wine is Very going to important, drip. by the way. What Very is that? What is that? that? If, if you look, so in, that if you look at it, can you hold it up to the camera? Um, you'll see inside there's like a little sponge line. A little sponge. It's sponge lined. Feel yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. You put that around the top and it'll absorb anything that drips down. So, like, when you put it down, you always end up with a ring around the bottle at the bottom. Because yeah. that, it'll stop there. And what's the point of it? Just not. It catches the drip. So, when, when so you pick it up, it doesn't drip all over. The same reason you'd put down but a not coaster to save for the your wine. cup. No, you no, no, no so it doesn't get. You don't dirty the tablecloth. <laughs> Especially ah. if it's red wine. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Is that nice? When we pour, I you'll never, see. I never heard of such a thing before. That's actually very cute. And then you could put this as a pourer. Yes. Are they any advantage to them? Uh, to that one, let me see. I know some of them have got that stopped. one. No, but this one, yes. This is that's an aerator. This is great. This is an aerator pour. These are great. These work. Okay, we're going to talk about that in a second. Okay, let's do the last one here. And this is just a wine stopper, but many that's people nice. don't need it because they drink the whole. Yeah, bottle who has leftover wine? What What does that mean? <laughs> do you remember once we had Yosef Silva? Shout out to you. Uh, he's from uh, Kansas City, uh, in Kansas, and he was on the show. He runs. A, he has a blog called This American Bite. He's absolutely super talented. Um, he's he's uh, has a job in marketing, but he uh, is not a, a full time chef. But he has an amazing vlog, and he was on the show once talking about wines and stuff. And he said, "You you have leftover wine? I would never have leftover wine. If there's a tiny bit left in the bottom, I turn it into balsamic vinegar, and he turns it into <laughs> dressing. So I'm like, of course you do that, you know. So um, okay, so." This, this is actually a really nice kit. Can we just talk about this being a gift? Yes. In fact, we make shalach with this, with this particular 
um, is gift set. This is real. as well as other. It's a very nice package. This is beautiful. It's real wood because I'm having a look at the um, green. See, see all the thank you. That's the <laughs> I was going to say the lines, but the grains is the real thing. This is very nice, Faggy. Beautiful. Okay. Um, do you want to talk about those? And then we have um, these ice molds so that you put them in the freezer. We have also stones, ice stones. There's a whole bunch of different companies that make different versions of basically the same idea. If you don't want to dilute your drink, whether it be an alcoholic drink or just a beverage like Coke, you use these okay, ice so, molds. So let's bring this to white wine. I can't, you know... I don't like when people eat the wrong food or drink the wrong food at the wrong temperature. So I like my white wine quite cold. What temperature should that? What's the ottoman temperature for white wine? Ultimate temperature for white wine storage or drinking? Drinking to drink. I believe it's between forty-six and fifty. Okay, so it's quite cold. That's yeah. quite crisp. Yeah. So I want to put ice cube in there, but I don't want anything you messing with my it. wine. Yeah. You don't want to dilute it. I once put a zip I've ice in the, a ziploc I've bag. I've seen the stones. I've never seen those molds. Can I've seen the stones before. Can, can we open yeah, them up? up. Yeah, sure. let's, ha let's have a look. I really like them. There are stainless steel ones and there are acrylic ones yes. and there are stone ones. Yeah, the, the idea is it's a, it's a great idea. It's to whatever beverage you're drinking, it doesn't dilute it, but it keeps it cold. Oh, it's a whole kit here, Faggy. Yeah. Okay, this is cute. So, wait, what do you do? Oh, you fill this with, okay, you fill this with water and then you put it in here and then what? Someone's drinking a large drink. Oh, I see. <laughs> Okay, right, so then you pop out the ice cube. The ice cube would be about this big. I'm going to show it to you. I guess that's what it looks like when it comes out of the box. And then you put that in your beverage. Okay, but the stones you would use to keep, because that's not liquid, right. that, would keep, that would be perfect to chill your white wine. Or anything. Yeah. Okay, that's very cool. All right, I'm going to put it back and put it in the box. Okay, all available on the Kitchen Click. You can go to their website or you can call them up and they'll ship it out. That's right. Okay, let's put that away. All right, and that's the best. Let's talk tool, about um, that. These are great. Okay, um, can I take it out? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Destroying the profits. Sorry. <laughs> no, I think that's such a great thing. I think we talk about this all the time, and I think you know this is something everyone should buy. Go to thekitchenclick.com right now and order your aerator in time. It'll come in time for Purim. Right. right. If you order now, you will get in time for Purim. This is an aerator. While you can use it for white wines, there's, 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 it's more functional for reds. Basically, what these do is they kind of cheat the what time would do to a wine. You know, if you let a wine age, it'll get softer and more elements will come out. An aerator or letting decanting a wine does the same thing. It cheats time. What does decanting mean? It I would like my listeners. Well, you, as, as we did with the white wine you saw, we tried to expose it to oxygen. Decanting does that on a bottle scale. You pour the bottle into the decanter. Uh-huh. Oh, my dad used to do that in okay. a crystal That's decanter. Why. Yes. I got three decanters for a wedding present. So <laughs> They're you, in my basement. If now you look it's time at this. to take them out. I know. I used to use them a lot. If, can, can you hold it up to the camera? You see the holes there? Yeah. Okay. All right. Everyone ha take a peek. With that, as you're pouring it, so that allows air, as you're pouring it, to go through the wine. And it aerates the wine, similar to what a decanter would be, and it comes out as you pour it, pre-decanted, so to speak. So interesting. So can we try one decanted and one not decanted? I've been told. Does anybody mind? It's no, but one second. It's oh, is it plastic? plastic? Oh, there you plastic. go. It's old. Yeah, I was just thinking okay. it's plastic. Is there, no, it's all it's all plastic. Okay. It's all plastic on the inside. Fantastic. Fantastic. So okay, great. Okay. <laughs> We're going to try a little bit of the red wine. I want people to know how important getting an aerator is because I have tried wine that's through one way or the other. Jay once said if you suck it through your teeth, it also helps aerate it. This is hole is for, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was born to taste wine. Right. <laughs> I actually had a dentist make a space for that. Oh, that's funny. You went this people way, not yeah. this way. <laughs> okay. Okay. So <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> ZK's LOLing over there. <laughs> Okay. One is two years older than the other. This is a tuba. Faggy, did you have the white wine? I want, we need to give Faggy and ZK. No, why not? You're not drinking. We'll pass on She's it. She's driving. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, Uber's so, driving, but okay. okay. <laughs> These are two Cabernets from the same winery, Tsuba Winery, which is located in the Jerusalem Hills. Tsuba um, Winery, of course, like every other winery in Israel, has a great story. I, I've been there. They have the chocolate Paul. factory. 
Yes. The, yeah. Super. Super. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, I know they have an amusement park there. We did chocolate cho- chocolate mold making. Cool. I know they had a chocolate factory. It's yeah, cool. it's very cool. Okay, so Cabernet Sauvignon from Tsuba Winery. Uh, Tsuba, uh, Tsuba is actually a kibbutz. Yes. And they're one of the only wineries that's wholly owned by a kibbutz where everything is done there. They don't source grapes from anywhere else for the most part. They have their grapes there. They have total control over everything. Most wineries in Israel need to buy grapes from grape growers. That's why you'll see many Israeli wineries that have wines from Karim Ben Zimra all the way up north. Suba has their own vineyards, their own grapes, and so they have total control over the entire process. You know, Amichai will be the first to tell you his biggest problem are grape growers that don't cooperate with him. And I've, I've seen it. How can you argue with Amichai? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can't argue How with Amichai, rude. right? He's like a culinary vintner genius. And it's odd. And it's odd. And it's odd. So Tsuba, the winemaker, also, he's been there since 91, I think. He planted some of the vineyards. His name is Paul Dubb, South African. Oh. And he's, he has total control over everything. I like that. And so you ever see um, on a wine label, estate bottled? Yeah, what does that mean? That means it is, to- is, it is wholly made there and bottled there. They don't ship it off to somewhere else to get bottled and then bring it in. Everything is done there. They are, a state, they are an estate bottled and produced winery. I love that. That's yes. a great story. We need to do a little write-up about that. Well, next time Paul comes in, we can have him on the show. Yeah, can you let me know? That yeah, sounds sure. absolutely Paul fantastic. always tells me his travel schedule. Oh, okay. No, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is that you ready to trace okay. some? ZK, what you, ZK okay. needs we need to try. Th- we actually need three glasses. We need three glasses. One with decanter, one without decanter. Okay. Well, that's why I, I bought put- all the extras. But there's also some out there. You want to get the ones you want. Are they real glasses or I plastic so. glasses? Here, catch. She did Don't again. do that to me. See, I did not fall for that. <laughs> I did not fall for that again. Come fool me once, but not fool me twice. There you go. Okay. Okay. Wait, hold on. What was I getting out? I was getting out the glass. glasses. Okay. It's it's best if we can use the same type of glass. Yeah, yeah. I have a dozen of these. Guess where there you they're go. from? KFWE. Jay always uh, brings me a cake. Shoplifter. No, no. Jay <laughs> brings them to me. Okay. I'm hooked up with KFWE. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. All right. Okay, but Z- ZK needs to try. One without the aerator. He's having a really fun time. ZK is plotting today. He'll be plotting on the way home. One with the... See how the bubbles go in? See? Yeah. That's with the aerator. Can, can, can they but, see that? Um, do you have something we can mark it? Like no aerator, yes aerator? Um, and 2009. Here, there's, there's a red sharp... There's a red Sharpie in that box now, there. By the way, you see this little zip over here? Yeah. That's what that sponge is. <gasps> so interesting. There's a red Sharpie there in that, in that bowl. She means Sharpie. She just pronouncing it. A Sharpie. A Sharpie. Oh, I can do an American accent. No. Yes. yes. Okay. <gasps> this is so fun. Hello. How are you? Can I invite you to join us? I would love to. Join. Into do we have my any more studio glasses? is <laughs> Stacy Siegel. Oh, my God. What an honor. After 150 shows, I finally get you on. You know why? Because we've got really good wine today. Okay. Have a seat. Make yourself at home. (laughs) Okay. Stacey, is it the wine or me? It's both. It's both. (laughs) Okay. All right. Why don't you guys take out the wine? Stacey Siegel. Thank you. What's your pleasure? Red or white? White, please. Okay. Okay. Me too. I also like white. It doesn't stain. We're doing some experiments. Well, what? Okay, we're, we're having Start a great time. Let's do a little promo. Uh, this is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nacham Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Marzipan Bakery. One taste says it all. We are we are hurt. Also hurt. I'm stuttering on my words. I apologize. And it's not from the wine. I've had one sip, I promise. We are also heard on Arut Sheva English Radio. We are having a great time today uh, in the studio. I have... Our sponsor from the Kitchen Gadget segment, uh, Fagi Sprecher from Kitchen Click. We're going to have a book signing there on this coming Monday at 12. I hope you'll all come down and join me. Adam Neustadter from Royal Wines has bought a selection. We are actually doing wine science here. This is all about wine science with the help of Fagi, who's brought in some beautiful glasses and joining us for the very first time on Table for Two, Stacey Siegel. Oh, this is a real treat. I'm very glad you came. I'm very honored you uh, joining us. Okay. Who's so, going to be the, who's gonna be the uh, taster to see if there's actually a difference? Okay, me. I'll go first and then give okay. them. Okay. This is the one that's not aerated. So this is not aerated because Suba it has Cabernet N, Sauvignon. N for Naomi. Why this is 
Yes, aerated. Yes, aerated. And no, is, yes. And this is the 2009. Those two are 2011. So what is this? This is an older wine. So decanted or no decanted? No decanted. And the, the reason is because the decanted version should taste similar to this because okay. it's cheating time. We're cheating time. Can we cheat time and make me look younger again? How, how, how would that go? No, but if we aerate you, we can make you look older. <laughs> oh, no, no. Don't make me look older, please. Okay. I want to enjoy life as it comes along. I'll age gracefully. Okay. Um, this is not aerated. Correct. So this okay. one, you'll get a lot of oak. And you might not get as much fruit as you will from the next one because it has been aerated. Okay. I'm not the biggest red wine drinker, so. It's, it's, it's just a question of taste, being able to taste the difference. Oh, yeah. Now taste the 09. Wait, wait. That's much more cannony. Is that possible? Uh, it's, it, it's opened now up. Stick, you maybe get. Stick to your. Oh, yeah. Okay, those are called tannins. Tannins, tannins molecularly yeah. bind See, I to your. It right? Yes, you did. Tannins molecularly bind to your saliva. Yeah, that's exactly so what it when, did. So when you swallow so that, graceful. <laughs> when you swallow that, that's why you get that dry feeling in your yeah. mouth. Thus, you have dry wine. Right. Okay. Ha ha. Okay. Now this is the one. Two thousand nine. Do I need to have water in between? Not necessarily. Okay. Unless you're really thirsty. Okay. This is more like this. Really. Yeah, am okay. I right? It's not supposed to. It's not supposed to. <laughs> uh, you know, I wonder what would happen if we aerated this. Let's aerate this one. Okay, because like. that, this one stuck to my, it was very so high the in tannin, tannins. The tannins came out. The tannins Let's see what came happens out. When we aerate Is that supposed to come out? The tannins are, yeah, of course they are. You right, because I found it very, like, drying. You want, you want tannins. Okay. I found it very dry. It's supposed to be dry. All, dry it's the wine. Same wine. It's the same wine. Keep that in mind. It opens the wine up. Yeah. Whether you like the tannins it's, or not, they're going to be there. Right. So this was very. This was tanniny also. Okay. So, so you think this and this are supposed to be more alike? The ones that are aerated, yes. Okay. Exactly. Now you know what an aerator does. Yeah. It opens up the wine. I can definitely, definitely, definitely. So these were much drier. This the one, the tannins are not yet matured. Suba makes his wines to age. There are very few wineries. I totally. That's unbelievable. That's much more dry than that. They're, they're, because they're owned by the kibbutz, and this goes into an Israeli economy issue or an Israeli winery economy issue. Because they're owned by the kibbutz, they're not starved for cash, so they can actually age their wines at the winery. The 2011 Cabernet is what you'll find on the shelf. So interesting. As opposed, as opposed to many wineries who they need to sell wine to make money so they can buy grapes for the next vintage. So you'll find a lot of wines that are 2014, which frankly should be aged for another three years. Interesting. And so, but the wineries need that money. People buy it, and hopefully they age it. Right. Where, where do, who's people? Like me, people, and I'm sitting there aging it in my house? Yeah. How do I age something in my house? Get, you can either uh, do some construction and dig down about 20 feet and sure, make I'm, a cave. I'm, I'm going to do that, a you wine can make, cave. You can make a cave. Brent 55 Delman, degrees is the Brent Delman inherent. Brent has a cheese cave in his house. Okay. 55 degrees is the inherent temperature of a cave. <laughs> nothing, nothing to see over there. I thought it was champagne <laughs> popping. <laughs> 55 degrees, and when you go into a wine cave, like they, it's a steady 55 degrees. Okay, so I would buy a fridge for that. Correct, yeah. Okay. Unless so you I want to do the construction. Unless I can, yeah, should we put a hole in our house? Go below the Pesach basement. Yeah, oh yeah, that'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never come out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wonderful. Faggy, let's go back and let's talk a little bit more about um, some of our awesome kitchen gadgets that we have. We're talking... Wine and gadgets and glasses and fun okay. right here on our Nachum Siegel Network studio on the Lower East Side. Sure, so, but did ZK get his case? ZK, did you get your red wine? Uh, Not yet. Don't he, don't You're holding worry. out on him. We don't, we don't let ZK walk out of here in a straight line. Okay. I just want to take care of my driver. Yeah, I know, right? He's good. He's a man. He's a man. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not going back with him. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> okay, so Faggy, what have we got? We're talking, uh, we did a homentash, and I see that we have a homentash and recipe. Um, this is going to be our what's for dinner segment, so let's, uh, can I read this out? Sure you can. Um, I'm just going to do the um, three quarters of a cup of butter, margarine, or vegetable shortening. One cup of sugar, one egg, a quarter of a cup of orange juice, one and a half teaspoons of vanilla extract, three cups of flour, one teaspoon of baking soda, half a teaspoon of salt, and your favorite filling. Mine is 
chocolate. I love chocolate filling. Okay, and then I guess you uh, do the dry ingredients, the wet ingredients, bring them together, knead it, and then you'll have a fabulous dough, which you will roll out on your sill pat. And then you'll use all the cool cookie uh, shapes that Faggy bought. Um, okay, so. Okay, so here we have a zester. Oh, if you maybe you want to put zest into your dough filling. Make it like an orange-flavoured dough. I guess you could. And then you have orange jam in the middle. Chocolate orange is a thing. Yeah, it is, especially in... Sabra. Sabra. Yeah, they have mm -hmm. a good one. So we could. But let's say you want to just... Um, it's even good as a grater if you just need to grate something small rather than take garlic, a grater. Garlic and ginger go amazing I do that. apples on it sometimes. Like really? I need, like when I make my stuffed cabbage, it's just one apple. So why don't I just, I just do it on here? Oh, that's such a cute idea. I, I think like the smaller items like zest, which is actually on the picture, or a little bit of Parmesan cheese. I have a milkic one and a fleshic one. Do right. you have a tiny no little milkic one? No power one for that. This is either milkic or fleshic, and it goes in the milkic or fleshic dishwasher. Okay, and they come in different colors. I know that. They're but blue and green and red and yellow yeah, all and the colors. and purple. That's the rainbow song, right? <laughs> um, I like this. It's a very cute one. I never saw the, all the different colors. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to pick some more of these up. This is absolutely must-have for Pesach. I'm just going to say right. that. This is a must-have Pesach item. I'm actually going to write that down for my next article on must-haves for your Pesach kitchen. I'm going to have some stuff in my book as well about that. Okay. And here's a dressing um, shaker. Oh, I like that. This way you have something to serve the dressing in once you're done making it. Right. I'm not a believer in bottled dressings. Um, because it's so easy to make yourself. Just double your recipe. You'll probably be able to fill up this one. Um, maybe even get two or three of them because you have different dressings on hand, especially, you know. Right, you save time. You save Do it in one shot and then you have them all lined up in your fridge. Right, line them all up and make each one as you can. They all need oil and they all need some sort of acid. So you can kind of like line them up, mix them up. You can do a creamy one, a vinaigrette, low-fat one, label them. And that way the kids can always have dressing on hand. If you can't read the salad dressing ingredients, because they've got all these really weird the list big is very long. fifteen letters in one word, then you you know, let's let's use uh our You know right. who has good salad dressing recipes? Um silver platter. Oh, I love her. I love Daniela she Silver. She substitutes maple syrup for sugar. Yeah, no, she's Chester. absolutely fabulous. We we had her on the show like a, from Toronto like a month or so ago. She's fabulous. And she has a new book coming out also. She had a new book coming out. Right. I mean, it's out now from Art Scroll or from Kitchen Click. That's right. Have to give Art Scroll a plug, you know. Hello, two, two, three more days till, you know, mine's out. Okay. Uh. And then if you want an inexpensive um, salt and pepper gr uh, grinder, pepper mill. Yeah. That's oh, I cool. love that. Okay, so how do you know which one's pepper? Oh, because you have to turn it? Salt and pepper. The other way is this. Is okay, so I'm going to do, this is actually really cute. I think I got one of these when I first got married, but I didn't know what to do with it because I wasn't such a cook back then, so I used like the regular. It's cute. This is cute. Um, I just want to say that cre fresh cracked pepper is amazing in your food. It really changes the quality as well as salt. I did a little Instagram story the other day telling people I only use kosher salt and I had a million people respond, why? Isn't all salt kosher? <laughs> That's what my dad said to me. Of course I'm using kosher salt. We keep a kosher house. Kosher salt, they took it from the word, in Australia they use the word coarse salt, but they took it from the, the Jews, like kashering yeah, salt. That's how you used to do carbonate. Uh, you had to absorb the blood with the salt. You didn't use the fine salt, you used that kosher You use kosher salt. Yeah. There is table salt is only for your salt shaker for challah and Shabbos. Salt, salt, salt. That is it. Kosher salt is the only salt you should be using. It's more flavorful. It's not as salty. You end up using less salt. Follow your regular recipes, but use table salt. You will find, I've had hundreds of people come up to me over the years you and say, use thank you. you what did I say? Use, I'm going to repeat that again, and it's not the alcohol, I promise you. I have two sips. Use only kosher salt. No more table salt in your regular recipes. I promise you it'll make a difference. If you do see the difference, please email me and let me know, Naomi at nachamsegel.com, because I love hearing from everyone, and I want to know what your thoughts were. So this is actually rock salt in here. Right. Because it's big chunks, lots of flavor. People love sea salt. Susie Fishbein uses sea salt in so many of her recipes, a.k.a. fleur de sal. 
Um, but, you know, see if you can. You can't use this on Shabbos. No. That's the only thing because it's grinding. Mokta? Yeah, <laughs> grinding. Tochen. Tochen. So you cannot do this on Shabbat, but um, during the week it really, you know, or before Shabbos when you're cooking, you use this. Whoops. So, yeah, that's a really great one. Cool. Okay. And here's another. Oh, my God. This is really neat. Five. Oh, my God. We have like five minutes left. We could go <laughs> for like another two hours. Oh, no. I got to get back. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's a double-sized show. Okay. This is really great. Like the other day I was making soup and it said, take your um, parsley and your dill and put it in a bag. But I didn't have any bags. But it would have been so great if I would have had this. Oh. Can I have you a just look? put your... Um, spices in there. Yeah. It keeps the soup a lot neater. Right, because kids oh. do not like dirty soup. Um, my kids do. <laughs> they love. I put two. I do. I put the vegetables separate Arab Shabbos and the soup separate, and they're not allowed to mix. Oh really? No. <laughs> my, in my house, it's, my kids are like that. They fight <laughs> over who gets what vegetables. Okay, so you put it in here, and, and you, you close have to it make up. sure it's checked first, right? Yes. Because it doesn't filter for bugs. Okay, fantastic. This is very cute. I like this. So you put your bodek veggies in here or your cleaned up vegetables, whatever you do, and then you put it in here and then you chuck it in your soup. Fabulous. Okay, excellent. One more thing. What else can we do? Okay, one more thing. Do that one. And then, Adam, we have time for one more. Do you have another bottle open? Four, three more bottles open. Uh-oh. I never knew an hour to go so fast. This was an amazing show. And this is a garlic crusher in place of a garlic press. It's oh, a, you I rock like it. I love it. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. I like that one. Okay, excellent. This is very cute, guys. Everything is available from Kitchen Click, our sponsor for our gadget segment. Peggy, yeah. you're going to have to come on for Pesach. Okay. <laughs> I think we have you down for in a month or, ne- right. or so for less, now. I think it's less than a month. I think Let, it's three weeks. Yeah, something like that. We really need to talk about Pesach stuff and Pesach items. And I want to share with everyone that you'll bring in from the store the Gadgets that I cannot live without. So we're gonna, you're gonna hear um, from that from Faggy again in a month or so. Let's pour one more wine. Okay. We've got about three minutes. This is a Cabernet Sauvignon from the winery called Tulip. Okay, where's that? Ah, Tulip Winery. I'm they're so in a place glad called. <laughs> they're in a place called Kfar Tikva, which means uh, Village of Hope. Okay. Um, Tulip, very interesting story, and they hate to talk about it because they'd rather be known for their wine as opposed to. How the what what happens there? Uh, basically, kfar uh, tikva. You can't live there if you're normal. If you're what? Normal. Oh, okay. Normal. No, it's okay. no. It, it it was founded by someone who had a child with a disability, and it's it's only you can only live there if you're high functioning Down syndrome, autistic, and you're able to live on your own. But you you obviously need help. But it's it's all subsidized. The winery is there. Unbelievable. The winery is there. And they employ these people. So they don't just sit around doing nothing. So the, the population w- has a vocation. Correct. I love that. That's like Soul Cafe in Detroit. We're going to talk with them next week about that. Their flagship wine called Black Tulip, which happens to be unbelievable. The label was designed by one of the people that live there. Oh, my God. What are the clients? Oh, my God. Amazing. So yes. let's try a, a little bit of And that. they happen to make amazing wine. Okay. I w- let's try that. Okay. Nope. Do a switch, and that's for ZK. Uh, awesome. You're going to try that? You need to try that, Stacey. Yeah, this is – you have more glasses? Are okay. you drinking? Sipping, sipping, sipping. It's sipping. We're sipping. Tasting, tasting. Okay. Wait, wait. Seeing. Now, okay, so if you do that, if you do that swirl thing. Background. Wait, wait. I'm <laughs> you, seeing. Wait. Wait. This. I'm holding it up to the paper. Fantastic. Okay. Then I'm going to smell it. Now, if you, if you look at the water line on the glass, you'll yes. see it stays there. Because yes. this is very full-bodied. I'm swirling. I'm doing all my things. What were the other two S's again? Smell. I did, yeah, C, sm- did smell. C, smell, C, swirl. Smell. Sip. Sip. Yeah, I didn't write that down. And what was so the fifth one? Best. Then you either spit it out or swallow spit. it. Uh, spit, swallow. Okay, so I'm, gonna, I'm writing all this down. Don't pull both at the same time. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> then get messy. I'll get messy. <laughs> then Miriam will really kill me if I do the, make the Especially carpet dirty. Especially with the red one. So this is full-bodied, lots of fruit, lots of tannin. Lots this is of a tannin. wine that's gonna, it's it's gonna age. It's only gonna get better. This is fabulous. It's the and reserve this is cabernet made from an amazing um, story. story. Amazing I story, love this. Tulip. Okay, this has been an an amazing show. I never knew an hour could go by so fast, and I probably say that a lot, 
But this really flew. You guys were amazing. Your, what, your knowledge of that you sh- were be able to share with us today was thank fabulous. You, thank you. Our, our wine science. This was basically a wine science class. Faggy, you had a, an amazing array of products to show us. People are going to come down to Kitchen Click on Monday to uh, the book signing and buy all these products. We want you in the store. We're excited to see you. Order anytime from thekitchenclick.com. You can call the store. 718-692-2260. And you must follow them on Instagram because they always have fabulous brand new items available for everyone to buy. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachman Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Marzipan Bakery. One taste is all it takes. Stay listening. We have music sponsored by Kerem right up until Lichbenching. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. We have a great lineup for next week. Chodesh Tov coming up. Bye-bye.